Welcome in to the NASCAR Betting Preview Show Podcast, episode 30. I'm your host, Derek Yoder, and on this episode, I'm joined once again by Zach, a.k.a. Highline Betting on Twitter, as we preview the Goodyear 400 post-practice and qualifying. So, Zach, good to chat with you once again, and how are you doing heading into race day? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Uh, I feel like I got some pre-practice bets down that are looking good now and i also think that i have some things that we can give out that are currently available good good yeah no there's a lot to uh, touch on and i think i think you would agree this is you know from a gambling uh, standpoint and especially for individuals like you and i that really dive into this stuff these type of tracks this type of format uh, where we'll see a little bit more of a strategy in play we'll understand maybe who's better in the long run versus short run it's one of my favorite races. I believe it is yours as well. Am I correct on uh, that? Uh, absolutely. Any high yeah. tire wear track usually puts on a great show. Uh, can't believe NASCAR tried to kill this track like 20 years ago. But uh, you're it's so tr- par, par for the course. Uh, yeah. Take away everything that's good. I that, that was part of the thing last week. As good as the racing was, and there were a lot of cautions, but as good as that racing was from what we've seen throughout the 2023 season already, I was like, man, I hope not enough people talk about this race because the last thing I want to see is one race at Kansas or no more races at Kansas because we saw what happened to Auto Club, Chicagoland, all those places. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'm very excited about this week. So let's dive right into it. Martin Truex Jr. is on the poll for Sunday's Goodyear 400. A couple of stats that kind of back up with the top 10 starters, which we'll dive right into. Uh, the winner has started in the top 10 84% of the time. Uh, three of the last four winners have come inside the top four. So that'll be uh, of note that we'll talk about. And then seven of the last 12 winners have been Toyotas. So uh, helps there from uh, Phil of the Full Tank with Phil podcast and Eric Smith uh, on Twitter, Eric race review uh so the stages will look like this 90 laps in the first stage 95 laps in the second stage then the the series will run 108 laps to in that final third stage uh very excited so what about comp track comps uh zach what any track comps that you look at anything specific um i'm probably weird i like to look at dover um okay i, I think the style of track the momentum um, you can't really let off. It's how good you can keep your speed up in the corners. Um, I, I don't use a lot of Dover, but in this situation, there's not other tracks that match. So I think it's a mm-hmm. good comp. Yeah, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, and also the same as Dover, you're going to see the best guys up front. Um, I know Eric Jones won last year, but it took five to seven guys having problems. Uh, he caught. I think when he started stage three, he was in 15th. Mm-hmm. So I don't think people were happy with that. Like if someone gave you all your money back, you might've took it right then and there. Um, <laughs> yeah. I believe he caught a caution in the middle of a green flag pit stop run mm-hmm. and five to seven guys wrecked out or blew yep. up. I mean, I, I would bet him a top 10. Uh, I wouldn't be looking for him to win again. Okay, so you'd be betting uh, him, and we'll get into his numbers here. I remember when I watched the review of last year's, actually I was watching the Southern 500 uh, in September uh, as just kind of getting my, my mind refreshed. I know it's 400 miles here versus the 500, but Eric Jones had an unbelievably uh, lucky race, if you will, in some of the action that he was not a part of, but so close to being a part of that 43 car was 
uh, almost wrecked a handful of times. And obviously they got the, the win there. I remember um, Hamlin was a little bit, had a little bit more fresher tires in that race. And I, I put everything I could that I felt good about uh, on that end. Cause I thought, well, he'll fresher tires, but clean air was King and mm-hmm. Denny just didn't want to get to him and wreck him, but uh, was definitely, you know, something that you learn. you learn for this race. So, yeah, I uh, mean, he was going to start third on that last yep. restart. Truex yep. blows up. Kyle Busch blows up. All under call. I mean, it was it was bananas. Yes. So if you think it's going to be bananas, bet Eric Jones. If you don't think it's going to be bananas, I wouldn't bet him to win. To win. I see what you're saying. Yeah, this might not be as bananas, if you will, because it's not a playoff race, and that's when – uh, you know, it's on the big, you know, NBC and all that. So if you're yeah. in all the drama and conspiracy, that would be, that'd be for later on down the road. But I want to get your, I want to get your, uh, thoughts on a few of these guys in the top 10. If you have any statistics or uh, any thoughts, let's just go over them. Now the front row is going to look like this starting on pole again, will be Martin Truex, uh, in his JGR Toyota, uh, on the outside is Bubba Wallace, who had a phenomenal qualifying effort in the 23, uh, 11 car, uh, what do you think about Bubba? Anything there I, uh, on he, him? He he backed it up with his practice times also. Yeah. So he, uh, the model ranking system, I need to think of a fancy name for it. Um, yes. Wh- whatever it is, I, I'll take submissions if anyone has anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Bubba Wallace comes in at third. Um, crazy. I, that's pretty crazy. Um, just looking at the stuff, I use practice data a lot. He was third mm-hmm. overall in practice, six on the one lap, second on the five lap, third on the 10 lap, and then second on the 15 lap. So, hmm. and usually Bubba doesn't qualify well. No. Same with Truex. Uh, and, and Truex is the opposite. He didn't have practice speed, mm-hmm. but his... The only thing that my model does not like about Truex is his track history, historical finish. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. just because we're, I only use the next gen. We have two races in the next gen there. He had bad luck in both. It's not right. like he wasn't fast. He just didn't finish well. Correct. Um, yeah, so no, he, I think he, mm-hmm. he's fifth in my, in my rankings right now. So he's fifth, obviously qualified second, had good uh, practice charts, and you said that kind of backed it up. And Bubba's one of those guys to me that if I'm going to back Bubba, it is because he has good qualify has a good qualifying effort because he typically runs where he qualifies. I will I will be the first one to say that over the last year and a half, he has gotten better uh, each month. I feel like he has improved uh, his driving ability and his equipment. Obviously, is getting a little bit stronger uh, in what they're doing over there. So. When Bubba typically qualifies well, and another thing about him, you know, he was in the truck race on Friday night, so is getting some double duty. We talk about double duty drivers uh, a few times before where that pays uh, dividends to that driver. Now, I know it's that different conditions, different car and all that, uh, whereas on Friday, they were in the Friday night uh, truck race, and then Sunday is going to be like 90 degrees. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be slick, hot, all that. So Bubba Wallace, uh, there's a there's a couple of consensus twenty to one prices. Are you, are you saying to somebody right now, hey, if you're going to go bet Bubba Wallace, you talking outright? Should we be looking at props? I would. Let's. I'm going to bring up a top three here and see what that looks like. Uh, I mean, plus six hundred for a top three is pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I might I myself I would probably do a top five for him. Um okay. he doesn't he doesn't have a top notch pick crew. Um he's a middle of the road kind of pick crew. So over the course of the race, I mean we're getting four tires every time. Yep. Pick pick yep. crew matters. Uh this is probably the highest I rate pit crews on okay. the season. Uh like Darlington, Martinsville, uh places where I know track position matters. And mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're getting four every time. No, no one's taken yep. two. So he, his team ranks 15th overall in my rankings for, uh, for tire pit stops. So I, I would look more of like a top five, top three for him. Yeah. And right now at top five, now again, shop your, your books, whatever your state is, prices will be a little bit different than what maybe Zach and I have uh, in our home t- or our home state. But right now at DraftKings, you get, you can get Bubba to finish top five, five to one plus 500. Uh, that's the best price I see out there. And you're saying, Hey, if you're able to get a price like that, that would be more of the number to kind of target. Um, I even wonder if he's plus money to finish top 10. Uh, now that I see the plus five or the five to one, uh, and it looks like he may be so five to one top five. You like that number? I, I like the five to one. Um, I think that would definitely work. Uh, I, I, I would say he finishes between fifth and 10th. Okay. Yep. So, yeah. So then that would be a play for Bubba and Bubba's not a guy that we anticipated. We did not handicap him being uh, a top five starter this week. So he's, he's on the outside pole. Let's look at the second row. Uh, and again, I, I gave out this statistic just a few minutes ago about the top four starters. Three of the last four winners have come from that uh, position. So let's see who's uh, third, which is Ricky Stenhouse in the 47 and then William Byron, who's been strong all year in the 24, anything on those guys in that second row. Uh, I would say if you're a DFS player to not have Stenhouse in your lineup. Um, okay. I don't think he's going to finish anywhere around third. Uh, he'll be dropping. Um, mm-hmm. It looks like he has a good quick, you know, 10 lap car after 10 laps. He has nothing. Um, he's like 15 to 20th place car. So I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't look for him up there. Um, William Byron, uh, I'm all over William Byron this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my rankings model system loves him, uh, he, so much. He, it's a huge gap, uh, like almost a four to 6% drop from Byron to the guy. And I have in second. So I have Byron to win. I I have a lot invested. Okay. Okay. I like that. So Byron's a big, uh, so then you like my statistics there about the top uh, four starters. And and Byron is a guy that could have won this race last year. uh, This specific one uh, where he and Joey Logano in the second to last lap were going into turn four, leading into the last lap, got into it and uh, forced Byron to get in the wall, ultimately finished third. But, cost him a chance of winning that race. So Byron comes back, obviously one of the strongest cars all year. That team is a championship caliber organization and team. Uh, I, I would not be surprised if he goes out and gets the W here on Sunday. So then let's look. Oh, actually, the other thing I was going to say regarding Ricky Stenhouse, probably the best you said about DFS. But if anybody has any of their books or locals that are offering any head to head matchups, that you're probably going to be getting uh, good opportunities to bet against him. And that's what you would advise because uh, after 10 laps or so, his numbers, his, his fall off is drastic. Correct. Yeah. If you can get him against anyone else starting in like the top 15, 
I, mm -hmm. I would bet against him. Um, just another note on Byron, second best picker in my ratings. Okay. Um, he'll have an opening in front of him since he's starting in the top four. Mm -hmm. So that that's things I look at also. I like that. I like that. Let's look at fifth and sixth, and it's the track house teammates. Ross Chastain, uh, he's been in the news quite a bit. He starts fifth. Daniel Suarez will start sixth. So any anything here from the track house boys? Uh, what I'll say about track house is they usually don't mess up on pit road. Um, True. These, these races anymore, it's track position. Uh, and once you get it, you got to hold it. You, you can't mm -hmm. be losing uh, spots on pit road. Um, mm-hmm. I like Ross a lot more than I like Mr. Suarez, um, mm -hmm. but it's probably a good week for someone to get Ross back. Um, so uh, I have some tickets for Ross to win, but I don't know how I feel about him. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just a tight track. I can, you know, there's a lot of, oh, he didn't give me room and pushed him up into the wall. That's interesting. I asked that same question uh, the other day on the Twitter Spaces show where I said, hey, when you're looking to get invested with somebody like Ross Chastain, are you hesitant because of he, so many people owe him one? And uh, he, he races really aggressive, very hard, love it. Uh, but from a gambling standpoint, is it a little, uh, do you get tentative? Do you get a little scared at times? And nobody seemed to uh, really think about it. I, even Phil was saying to me about how now he, isn't going to factor that in. Uh, I guess you factor that in maybe a little bit. I, I think just a little bit. And it's more based on what I've seen this weekend already. Mm -hmm. Like if you asked me on Wednesday, I would have probably agreed with Phil. Um, okay. But Friday was a little crazy. Today was crazy. I just, mm -hmm. just maybe we're getting a crazy one tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I think it could be one of those races where somebody does pay, pay him back because um, it's not, it, it's an intermediate, you know, it's a 1.36 mile track, but it's, you know, you're going to be around guys and having to move guys out of the way, slip and slide could be a nice, you know, kind of like, uh, Ryan priest did the other week where he got in Larson said, I just got loose. This is a perfect track to use the excuse. I got loose. So let's look at seventh and eighth because these guys were in the news in a big way. They both finished first and second last week. Kyle Larson will start seventh. He finished second last week at Kansas and Denny Hamlin got the victory at Kansas and he will start eighth. So Larson just won today. The Xfinity race, very exciting finish, uh, over John Hunter Nemechek came all the way back to win uh, in that number 10 colleague car. So Kyle Larson, seventh, Denny Hamlin, eighth. What's your thoughts? Uh, on both those guys, I don't have anything yet. Um, okay. And the reason being is, does it not always seem like those two guys mess something up and then they like to like come back from that? So yep. Yep. I, I think my strategy with those two is I'm going to wait and see. And when they mess something up, then I bet them. As what long as they the, have the fast car. What are the what are the pit statistics that you have uh, with the five and the eleven? What are the rankings of both of them? Start with the five. Uh, the five is fourth overall. Okay. And D Denny Hamlin's crew is tenth overall. Um, something I want to add in is penalties, whether they be driver or uh, mm -hmm. crew related. That's something I'm going to work on here. Um, yeah. Because I, I I think that's important too because. Like I said, it's track position. You cannot make mistakes and win, especially it's only 400 miles this week. It's not yeah. five. So it, it's going to be a little quicker. You don't have as much time to, to uh, make your stuff back up. 
Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, and that that was something as well as we were looking at, hey, the 400 versus 500. So good talking point there. Uh, not invested yet in any of those, and it's tough to really get in on any matchups because these two are going to be favored across pretty much probably the entire market uh, of drivers. So uh, ninth and 10th, let's look at these two guys. Tyler Reddick, ninth, and Brad Keselowski in 10th. I do like Brad's car. I think that's a really cool-looking uh, car uh, for them. So ninth and 10th. Redick, Keselowski, anything here? Um, I don't have anything on either of them. I would say on Brad K, uh, maybe like a top 10 on him. Uh, he is just, he's like Harvick. They're just hanging around. Yep. So like, it, it, say as a 10th place car, three guys have trouble. He's going to finish sixth or seventh, and he might even get mm -hmm. fifth. Uh, he does have a good pit crew. They're third on my rankings. Mm. So... So that, you know, that helps him a lot. He was good at Dover earlier this season. Um, he used to be good at Darlington, and I don't really have that factored in because, you know, I said I only use the next gen. Right. So, I, again, like, I think he's still floating at, like, 2,800 out there, plus 28, 28 to 1. Let me see. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I saw a couple places that had him listed with favorable numbers. I mean, Brad – Good history here, but like you said, when you're looking at some of the data, you're looking primarily at what he did in the next gen and last year being the first year. There's a couple, you know, there's a 32 to one out there on FanDuel, 28, 30 to one. So it uh, looks like he's hovering from 25 to 32. Uh, would you buy the number of 25 if that's the best you can get? Nah, I'd like someone else in that range. I, okay. I mean, I like someone that's even a lot higher. Okay. Would you play? Is there anything you would do with Brad? I know we haven't talked about Reddick, but is there anything that you would do here with Brad? Nah, nah. Okay. So Brad's a Brad's a pass unless you can get a really solid opportunity in a head-to-head. -head. What about Reddick? Anything there? If his statistics here aren't the best, that forty-five team's been showing good speed uh, more and more here lately. They're throwing a nice little Kurt Busch throwback scheme there. So anything uh, with Reddick at all? I have him. He, he's going to finish about where he starts. Okay. Um, okay. So it, ninth to twelfth. Um, he has a terrible pick crew. Okay, so terrible pick crew. And here's like you said, this is a place where you must get on and off, and your team must do a good job. So uh, having a statistic out there like that is really good. So let me go. Re uh, once we we'll dive into a couple more drivers here, but let me just recap the top ten: Truex in first, Bubba in second, third and fourth, Stenhouse, Byron. Fifth and sixth go like this. Chastain and Suarez. Seventh is Larson. Eighth is Hamlin. Ninth and tenth, Reddick and Keselowski. A couple of other notable names that I want to touch on. And this guy uh, starts 12th, Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch had an opportunity to win this race uh, just a few months ago, although that was in the JGR vehicle. Uh, Kyle, kind of, which Kyle are we going to get? We're going to get a strong Kyle. We're going to get a uh not so good uh Kyle Bush and that eight team. I know it's still young trying to get everything uh figured out with that team. So from a practice statistics uh standpoint and uh, even their pit crew rankings, uh what is your uh, outlook on Kyle Bush? So in both he's kind of in the same range, 12th to 15th. Uh the pit crew is 13th as practice. Uh he didn't have a one one lap was 21st. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sorry, all laps was 21st. Uh, the one lap he was 12, the five lap he was 13. Um, I, I really don't know about Kyle Busch. I, I don't know. Okay. Uh, the fact that him and Austin Dillon were terrible at Dover scares me. So mm -hmm. I, I would probably wait and see on him too. 
Okay, so how about we go to the the driver that replaced him, Ty Gibbs, who starts 13th. Curious to hear what you have to say here, because Ty's been a guy that keeps steadily you know, improving. He had essentially a half a season in the next-gen car last year, so is there anything that you took away? I know he finished 15th uh, at his only next-gen start in the Cup Series in September for the Southern 500. Anything with Ty Gibbs that you like or don't like? Uh, I like Ty Gibbs a lot. I bet him for a top 10. Um, I got that at FanDuel. I think it was plus 220 or plus 210. Um, I invested a lot in that. Um, very happy with that number for him for that. I, I think so. If the Toyotas are good, he's definitely getting a top 10. Um, right. He's the finishes aren't there, but the car and the speed is there. Um, it's just we're. I want to bet Ty Gibbs before he gets his win because once he gets his win, the numbers are going to go down. So Mm -hmm. I I might throw a little, you know, like a quarter unit on a to win bet, maybe a half unit on a top three, a half unit on a top five, and a full unit on a top 10. Okay. So his top 10 price right now, and you mentioned that you got invested in on that. Uh, Right now, I'm seeing, you know, plus 225s. Uh, kind of seem like they're the consensus. There's a plus 195 out there. So somewhere around there, two to one, uh, you say take that price for, for Gibbs. Yes, definitely okay. Gibbs. Okay. So then Gibbs starts 13th, and, and you just gave some reasons why you like him. Let's look at the guys starting 15th and 16th and quickly touch on these guys. Joey Logano in 15th, Christopher Bell in 20th. I was a little surprised where they qualified, thought they'd be a little bit better. Uh, what is your outlook on these two? Um, The – the Joey Logano question would be, what do you trust more, track history or current form? Um, track history, he is awesome because he had a great run here last season in both races, but his Dover form was not great. His practice form was not great. Uh, 30th in all laps, 18th and 1, 15th and 5, 19th and 10. Um, I would bet against him, and in fact, I did. I have a Chris Bell minus 118 over Joey Ooh. Logano. Um, okay. So and there I, they are. Yep. I like that. Okay. So you still like that thing going into uh, Sunday. It's, it's nice that the guy that you're fading is starting directly next to him. So uh, that'll be interesting to see how then that matchup plays out uh, across some of the books uh, as they have it listed. I want to turn our attention now to a guy that is starting 18th. And the only reason why I want to touch on him is because he has shown good success in the past. But you said that you're only looking at next-gen data. Austin Dillon, who starts 18th, anything on him? Or you kind of uh, go on to the next guy? Yeah, I would be out on him. Um, okay. I, I just don't see it. That's fine. They, That's um, fine. Again, him and Kyle were just so terrible at Dover. And like I said, that's like a momentum-style track. Mm-hmm. So I, that is just scaring me off him. I mean, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But it's just mm-hmm. what, I, what I use and how I do it, you know? Yeah. Well, the next guy in 19th, the guy starting outside of him, is Michael McDowell. And McDowell had two top 10 finishes last year in the next-gen car uh, in 2022. So McDowell starting 19th, he can see the top 10. Is it worth to get invested in him for that in that price, depending what it is? Here's what I would say about McDowell. He had a different crew chief last year, who is Good now point. who is now the crew chief of the 48, I think. He um is. I think he was a lot of the driving factor in that last year. 
I mean, if we had like top 15, top 20 bets, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I would love Michael McDowell every week. Um, that's true. I, I think it, he just doesn't have it for a top 10. If it's going to be a shit show, then McDowell might be a good play since he's going to be somebody that hovers around the top 15, but you can't predict that. So yeah. you say you say pass on that right now. I'm seeing a couple six to one prices out there for him to finish top 10, which is uh, highly inflated from what we saw uh, even on Wednesday's show. So McDowell's a pass there. So just touched on a few of those notable names uh, inside the 10th through uh, about 19th there. But the next two guys, I'm really curious if you have something on these guys or where you're going, because we saw uh, Kevin Harvick, who has good success here, tremendous success over his last seven races alone. I believe he has an average finish of about seventh uh, or sixth. So uh, really good statistics there. However, Stuart Haas has maybe been the worst that they've been uh, even last year when they were struggling this year, it's really bad unless your name's Kevin Harvick, who's been showing uh, that he can at least still hold the mantle in that, uh, in that organization. And then chase Elliott in 21st and chase, we saw his practice numbers, which I'm sure you'll dive into. So 20th and 21st Harvick chase, what's your thoughts on these guys? So if there were no stupid uh, stage break cautions, yeah, I would probably bet Kevin Harvick every week. I mean, yep. <laughs> as long as there's some tire wear, I see um, what you're doing. Yep, yep. He, I mean, he's high. He's in. He's in eighth on my model. He has the sixth best pick crew. Um, so there are stats to favor him, but he just, it just feels like you can't get flow, get you know, get it going during a race anymore. Like it's just, mm-hmm. it's so quick with all the cautions, and it just. I just wish they weren't there. His yeah. strength is saving tires. I'm sure he's going to love running those car tours, late models. Yeah. Because yeah. that's exactly that's what good he's point. good at. That's a good point. And he's a he's a momentum-style driver as well, kind of what you're alluding to where, uh, yeah, he just needs – don't stop. Just keep yeah. – the more the runs go on, the better that four car is. So that'll be interesting then to see uh, what happens with him. So we – Anything, any pricing out there that we like on any of these two? Should we be targeting them in, in anything, or are you I, passing? I would wait and see. I mean, they're both starting far enough back that I'm not real concerned their odds are going to drop. I like, um, yep. Chase was really good in practice. Really, really, really good. good. But he hasn't shed speed since he's been back from the injury. Um, he really wasn't I – don't, I, don't, I know he has good finishes before he got hurt but he really wasn't like dominating races. Um, the end of last season, he really wasn't dominating races. I, I don't know what's going on there. Uh, I'll mm-hmm. just wait. I'll wait and see if he starts to come flying up. I'm sure his number is like what? 12 now. I, I, we could probably get it at 10. Okay. So 10, you're saying 10 is your, uh, if you if you were put in some type of a, uh, a system in your head where you're able to watch this live 10 is your buy price once it hits that number buy because he's obviously moving up enough where the books are saying hey yeah, we're, we're moving this guy so, i mean I, i'd buy him higher if he's flying up and well of course the, yeah, yeah beat the book yeah yeah let's just i'm just yeah let's assume that he's just starting to get through the field hits that 10 to 1 you say buy that so okay so uh not as much detail as i thought i thought maybe you'd have a sneaky player sneaky position uh on those guys uh there but i i like i definitely do like guys that are starting further back um and chase showed us in practice what he was capable of um 
just kind of waiting on a, a certain price. We've seen this already many times with Larson, Hamlin. Uh, the list goes on and on throughout the season. We've seen you can get good value on them. You don't have to always just do pre-race bets. Now, if you don't live in a live betting state, jump on jump on these two guys, right? Just yeah. get them on if you don't live in a live betting state. Yeah, I mean, uh, most of my strategy and the way I cater everything is for live betting. Um, okay. Like, yeah. I, right. Like I ran into a huge problem. Uh, I, I use DK a lot. Um, they decided to not do truck or Xfinity live odds this week. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I was kind of bored. I had nothing to yep. do. So <laughs> I've moved my money around. They, they lost half my money and put it on another site. Uh, I'll say I put it on Caesars. They have tons of offerings. Yeah. I know they don't have the best odds, but I'm sure you can find something you want to bet. They have so many offerings. Their their odds are not as great compared to their competitors within the industry, but their offerings of different options and and what they do and their consistency is kind of what puts Caesars over the top. So let's go through this. Let's go. I'm going to go 22 through 30, and I'm just going to rattle off the names. You just tell me if you want to touch on any of them. I, I think we're at the point where we really don't have to talk a whole lot. But uh, Justin Haley starts 22nd. Josh Berry will start 23rd, Gilliland 24th, Sindrick 25th, Ryan Newman makes I think his... uh, Sindrick oh. might be an inter- interesting DFS play. Okay. Um, like that might be, uh, he showed some speed in practice, uh, especially like if you look at the 15th, the 20th, not the averages, like the actual speed on those laps, he mm-hmm. was up there and I think he didn't have much fall off either. Um, I guess that's something we should probably talk about. So I made a chart with the practice times. Mm -hmm. I took the, um, the, the lap, the guy that ran their, their fastest lap and their slowest lap to see how much fall off there is. Now, granted, not everyone ran the same amount of laps. So you have to, you know, you got to weed through it. You can't just look uh, because first is Ryan Newman. I mean, we're not, we don't the rocket man yeah seconds brandon pool like because they only ran like, it. they only ran <laughs> 15 it. laps you yeah, know so you don't right. slow down as much so but like let's look at the you know the guys that we know are going to be up there yeah right. uh martin truex jr is probably the best he only lost 1.387 seconds of fall off hmm. the next big guy is harvick he's one four four benny hamlin's right there yeah. larson and then here might answer those questions about Ty Gibbs. So Ty Gibbs has the of of the guys that matter. Yeah, he has the fifth least drop off of yeah. tires. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so interesting. Couple. Couple. And what about Cindric? Where's Cindric fall at? Uh, since we were just touching on him, you said he could be a guy, or you were just saying more so specific to DFS. Sixth. Sixth. Sixth okay. Sixth lowest. And so that would okay. be Truex, Harvick, Hamlin, Larson, Gibbs. I'm sorry, he's seventh. Byron, then Cindric, mm-hmm. Bell, uh, Jones. It, it's really start. It mm. starts to drop off your Bell. Sure. Um, sure. Like, so Ross Chastain. We talked about him earlier. Mm-hmm. Really fast at the beginning of the run. He also has two seconds of drop off, where Martin Truex only has one point three. So to me, Truex has a lot of drop off. I mean, not Truex. I'm sorry. Um, Ross Chastain, and then mm-hmm. also Suarez is 2.2 seconds. So that okay. tells me 
track house does not have a long run. They're dropping off a lot. Um, Redick has a big drop off. And then that fastest guy in practice has a three second drop off. Now, maybe he just has one bad lap in there that's throwing it all off. Mm-hmm. Um, looking through, uh, he doesn't really have one bad lap, you know, one outlier. So I would try, you know, I would go with that information. Joey okay. Logano is also three seconds slower from his fastest to his slowest. So then even with some of that, that stuff that you said with Cindric, where he was about the seventh or eighth, you know, when it comes to that fall off in, in, uh, to mm-hmm. the good there, maybe uh, people can get a good opportunity, especially from a local standpoint where you're able to get very, you know, a, a lot more matchup opportunities. Maybe that could be a play. I know you touched on DFS, uh, but where he's starting, he's probably going to be matched up with guys like Gregson or Al, um, Al or, uh, Almonding or Briscoe. I mean, Briscoe's a fade. Yeah, I love all those. Yeah, so that could be that could be a play out there as well if you have that uh, available to you um, as you go into Sunday. Chris Busher starting twenty seventh. Eric Jones, the winner we talked about at the Southern Five Hundred, twenty eighth. You said that he his numbers looked pretty decent. Anything you would do with Eric Jones? We know his statistics here. Uh, obviously, got a win, but that like you know Legacy Motor yeah. Club has just been. So bad, and they're switching over to TRD next year. So uh, there's a lot to maybe not like uh, about Eric Jones and Gregson, who start 28th, 29th. Anything on them? I, I never like when someone's switching. Um, like yeah, once same. once last year I knew Kyle Busch was switching, I would not bet him. Um, yeah. Uh, also, the yep. thing about Eric Jones, he really good short run car. Um, once we get into the 10 to 15 lap averages, he's like in the 30s and high 20s. So again, he's going to need a caution-filled short run race. Yeah. Um, okay. And that that for me, those are the races I don't like. So. Yeah. No, I I don't think that's uh I don't think that's bad. So from your practice or your pit ranks, was there anything that we didn't get to touch on that you want to highlight uh, from all those drivers, or is are you going to tell me that maybe there's somebody from thirtieth on back um, that we should be looking at in some way? I assume there's not. Nah, I would say like for the DFS guys, yeah. um, my top movers would probably be Bell, Jones, Harvick. Um, my top guys that are going to fall would probably be Ricky Stenhouse, yep. Daniel Suarez, maybe Brad Keselowski. He's a, like finished where he starts. Okay. Okay. So I so would nothing. fade Stenhouse and Suarez and, and have Bell, Jones, and Harvick in your lineup. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that's good. I, I don't get enough into the uh, DFS world, but I like that we're implementing it here because I know there's a lot of people that play uh, those types of uh, games and different options, especially when it comes to daily fantasy and, and sports betting. So um, what's your, what's your favorite play? Is it the Ty Gibbs top 10? Is that something that you're like kind of seeing going into Sunday? We're like, Hey, if you can grab that number now, do so before you know beat the market in that way uh before you know mid-morning on sunday i like that and then i like the bell over logano i got that bell over too. logano yeah, yeah that's i mean all my ranks um bell's second and logano is 12th but i look more at like i have a number that associates to that ranking um so bell's like a 6.6 and logano is a 16 so there's like a 10 space in there so mm-hmm. I look more at that than the ranking. 
That makes sense. Okay. Uh, how about uh, we do a little fun exercise here? Grid Rival. I don't know uh, who you have selected for Grid Rival uh, or not, but they gave out you know a bunch of matchups. Uh, you, you just mentioned about Christopher Bell. He's matched up against Eric Jones. I assume you have Bell. Yeah. Uh, that would be my assumption. Mm-hmm. And then Definitely Suarez. Suarez versus Gregson. I assume you have Suarez, even though you're saying Suarez might be somebody that falls back. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's up against Gregson, right? That's no, Noah's that's kinda... race. Noah's race tomorrow is going to be when he sees Chastain in the mirror. Yeah, and uh, trying that, to stay on the lead lap. That if yeah. he stays on the lead lap, that's a that's a victory for the team. Yeah, uh, I mean, Larson. Uh, lo, go ahead. Uh, he's just going to be. I mean, he's going to be in the way. Yeah, big time. So mm-hmm. again, that's what I was talking about, Ross. No one's going to be in the way, and he's going to be about... lapped a lot. So it, he is. Lots get of him two laps. Get him two laps down, and and that that is more so a done deal. How about Larson versus Hamlin? Uh, Larson is uh, favored right now. I see across multiple books. Uh, what side did you like there? Larson. Yeah, same here. Yeah, I mean it's just one of those things, right? I mean, and double duty. We like that. We like a guy that's going to race multiple times in a weekend. And uh, you mentioned about the pit crew stuff as well. And I know that wasn't really having some of those metrics of driver, uh, you know, incidents and all that. But Larson gets the edge there. Almirola, Austin Dillon, who we like there. Who's on the? I don't have minus one. Minus one twenty nine. Who's on the left and who's on the right of the? Dillon's on the left. I think I I only I know I only picked one person on the left this week. Okay, um, it was probably that. Yeah, it was probably Dylan. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Last one is Joey Logano. Right now, he's going up at minus one hundred eight on Barstool versus Kevin Harvick minus one twenty one. Anything there? That's a pretty tight one. Yeah, I, I know would, you're fading. I would love Harvick yeah. in that. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. Well, I think that that's really kind of a cool exercise because as NASCAR partners with some of their uh, partnerships with BetMGM, uh, Barstool, and uh, I think it's one or two other ones, uh, WinBet I know is one, uh, we, we see these featured matchups out there. So it's a good opportunity to really kind of talk about those uh, as well. Any other uh, odds or, or anything that you want to kind of call out uh, as the people are you know putting in some plays here Sunday morning? I would like Christopher Bell top five too. I think okay. that's looking good. Um, I, I don't know why everyone's discrediting it. It's plus one ninety right now. Uh, it, it's the same it's higher as, than I thought. Yeah, Bell's second overall in my model right now too. Also, so um, I, I don't trust them to win. But mm-hmm. I, I mean, I really think this race is going to come down to it's William Byron and Larson versus Truex and Hamlin. Mm-hmm. And and Ross is in fifth. I, right. I think I think that's how it's going to go. Um, we'll, we'll see. Again, everything can change, but that's just where I I think those are the top two Toyota teams right now, the top two Chevy teams, and then Ross is a little behind. Yeah, yeah. Well, right now I'm seeing the best number I can see out there uh, to grab Chris Bell or Chris Bell is uh, plus two thirty on. Um, uh, bet rivers and a few of those other marketed uh, spots. So two thirty is not too bad versus the one ninety. You said as well. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was going to be. I thought you were going to say maybe it was going to be closer to one fifty. So even the fact that you get you know a little bit more uh, bang for your buck, I like that. So uh, 
yeah, a lot to look forward to. Like you said, I mean, we have the practice data. We can go off that. You you implemented some really good data when it comes to the pitch stop metrics and uh, the crews, you know, because that's a major thing this week, especially how, you know, getting on to pit road and how tight uh, pit road is because this is one of the oldest NASCAR tracks. They've not expanded that element uh, since the track's inception. So really going to be exciting to see how everything plays out. Any final thoughts? No, I would just, you know, you got to watch the race, see who's fast, and then capitalize. Mm-hmm. You got to know mm-hmm. your books. Um, dra- like I said, I, I wouldn't have faith in DraftKings having live odds tomorrow for the cup race. Um, so if that's your only option, I would plan ahead. Um, they've mm-hmm. back-to-back races, no live odds. So I, I would say they can't be trusted. I think that's a, a really good point to kind of end on. So, Zach, tell everybody how they can best support you. Where they, can they find you on uh, social media? Uh, right now, you can find me on Twitter. Um, pretty soon, maybe we'll have something else to house all this data. So I like it. We're, we're working on stuff so we can get this. I know I haven't posted much on Twitter. Um, I'm doing a lot of other work. Um, you, you'll see. We'll, we'll get it going here. Yeah, I like that tease. That's a good tease in the showbiz world. So I'm I'm looking forward to you and I doing this each week as we, you know, collect this data. I know some of the the higher ranked shows that I've been able to do on this platform has come from the post practice and qualifying conversations. So you and I doing this throughout, uh, hopeful, you know, throughout the rest of the season, uh, we'll be able to really dive in and help the uh, the listener uh, benefit through some of the information. So, uh, Zach, I always appreciate it. The best way to support me, guys, is at Derek Yoder underscore on Twitter. Uh, we have the NASCAR betting preview show that we just did on Twitter Spaces on Wednesday. That's also available on Podium Esports, uh, Twitch, and their YouTube. So make sure you follow and subscribe there to kind of check us out uh we had a xfinity show with mike bachman truck series podcast with full tank with phil and then uh, zach and i doing here the uh post practice and qualifying notes and i'll do a betting recap sunday night so uh make sure you download subscribe to the feed we'll definitely get more information out interact with zach got a lot of good information he's going to share and he's got a lot happening down the pike as well so zach good luck to you on sunday thanks again for joining me man thanks for having me good luck to everyone <laughs>